If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Hi, I'm Mallory Donahue, the host of the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast. And as I said last night in my post, today's live broadcast is going to be a little bit short. I got to keep my eye on the time because uh, <laughs> I have physical therapy and I tried. I my, my appointment's been changed around like 16 times. It was not scheduled at this time uh, originally. But anyway, I appreciate you all understanding. Hi, Bethany. I think I see Sharice and Noah and Betsy and Sandy. Um... And it's fabulous to see you all. Oh, Shannon says this is the last time she'll get to catch us live. So, Shannon, I don't know what kind of, like, life change you're going through, but I will miss you. Hi, Issa and Lauren. And, uh, yeah, so this morning I was just going to give a couple quick tips and some info about the Sew Here box and, you know, a, a little a little fast tip that I can draw out, nothing that I have to sew or anything like that, just to show you all some things. Hi, Glenda, and hello, Laura. She says it's her first live broadcast uh, and that she's listened to a lot of the podcasts, so we're happy to have you here, Laura. And Elaine, it's her first time, too. Woohoo! Okay, so... Oh, Shannon says she's moving and it'll be too early to catch catch me. Well, maybe sometime when you're feeling, you know, insomniac or something like that, our, our paths may cross. Or I've thought about maybe changing up some times before with the live broadcasts, like maybe not having it at the same time every day, but that's a lot for everybody to remember, not just me, uh, <laughs> but also me. Uh, so anyway, what I'm doing right now, I'm drawing out the simple pattern shape of the leggings pattern piece that you will draft, okay? Hey, Jennifer, how's it going? And this is just a simplified version, sort of exaggerated, too, so that I can show you all what's up. Hey, Lonnie. Oh, good thing you're on time, Lonnie, so you can see me this morning. <laughs> anyway, all right, so the first tool that I'm talking about is the Chunky Mechanical Pencil, and this pencil is just the bee's knees, okay? I absolutely love it, and we use this for drafting a lot of the time. We, we draft onto some kind of paper. You know, we'll use a ruler, we'll plot our points, or if we are making a pattern, like a commercial pattern, like the ginger jeans or something like that. And we trace our pattern because I am on Team Trace, okay? I'm I'm the captain, or maybe I'm like the co-captain of Team Trace. ZD would, ZD would probably be the, 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 the captain, okay? But I'm definitely the, the, you know, a big, a big proponent of tracing your patterns instead of cutting into them if it's a multi-size pattern, okay? I really like this thick pencil because it won't tear your tracing paper and it's easy to use. It comes with a big thick eraser and dropping stuff. Okay. <laughs> it just writes really nicely. So, you know, it's very smooth. It's very bold. You can even see it on my notebook here. Look at Look at that. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. You. So 
the reason I bring up this chunky mechanical pencil, it comes in our drafting kit, but you're also going to get one in your, um, in your, in your sew here box. Uh, Vani, or Vani, that's my daycare provider's name. Okay. Uh, Lonnie says, maybe I should do a blog about tracing. I did. I did. That blog is published. It was in the, I just made a new picture for it. <laughs> Oh, somebody else said they joined, they're joining in for the first time, and I, I missed your name. I'm so sorry, because uh, I was trying to argue with Lonnie. <laughs> Cherise says, here, we're going to get into it, guys. We're just going to get into it. I trace my expensive patterns, but have no issue cutting into the cheap ones from the big brands. Easy to replace, I guess. I just, you know, I'm just going to come out with my personal opinion uh, and, and everyone is free to disagree and do whatever they wish, of course, but I trace everything. It's like, it's like tracing your pattern preserves this information. Oh, Kim says Barbara. There we go. Hey, Barbara. First time. Tracing preserves your information. There's information on the pattern, even if you're not going to use that size at the moment, that can be useful. We have patterns that are old. I mean, they're like 20, 30 years old. They don't make those patterns anymore. We don't have to rebuy them. And it keeps all your pieces in one place. Like Belle just said, she says she traces all her patterns and it keeps all the pieces in one place. That's very true. Okay. Um, and uh, good question, Noah. I'll get back to that. Okay, there we go. Um, so to me, when you cut the pattern, it's almost like like tearing the pages out of the book, okay? Because if you muslin that up and then you're like, oh, really wish I would have gone to a different size, you know what I mean? Uh, then you don't have that. Now, Cherise says, I agree with preserving info, but when the Swedish tracing paper is more expensive than the 99 cent pattern, I guess I, I can see I can see where you're coming from. Uh, I don't use the Swedish tracing paper. I know that there are a lot of you out there who just you love it. And that's, that's great. You know, I mean, you know, we all need to use what we like. Really like the medical tracing paper. It's pretty inexpensive. Actually, there's a roll of it behind me here. Um, oh, Belle says she uses clear garbage bags. Well, um, and so anyway, that's what I like. Oh, Lonnie says PDFs grow on trees. I know I'm not going to convince any of you who, who don't like to trace. It's okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there. If there's anybody on the fence, I'm trying to get them on Team Trace, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, Noah says, do you trace things like bags or something that won't be altered? No, I don't. I do not trace, I don't trace like a, a pattern that doesn't have multiple sizes. And then also, I've printed out PDF patterns. Um, and if the pattern piece, here I'm going to draw another picture. There, There's like a pattern piece on you know, like the Kelly Anorak or so, this awful rectangle. Um, I think on the Kelly Anorak, there's maybe something on the ginger jeans. And if a pattern piece looks like this, if it's a rectangle and the different sizes are all those little dashed lines at the bottom, I mean, I cut that piece out and I fold it up to the size I need. I, I like, but I'm still, once again, I'm not, I'm not cutting the pattern piece. So if there's something like that, I will do that and just fold it back, a rectangle. If it's a bag pattern or something like that, yes, I'll cut it out. Because I'm not like, I mean, sure, you can alter a bag pattern, but it's a lot different than like a garment pattern, you know. Anyway, okay, so 
now because it's 9.08 <laughs> and I need to, I need to leave, um, I, I need to stop the broadcast at like 9.15 real quick. So you're going to get a chunky mechanical pencil in your Sew Here box, okay? Uh, all you people who've ordered the knit box at sewhere.com slash box. And, you know, we try to have a theme for the boxes, okay? And then, um you know, go from there. This box is the knits box. The pencil is certainly sort of a universal tool that, you know, you can use to draft any pattern. But this is sort of coinciding with the release of our made-to-measure leggings class. And it's a drafting class. So you'll definitely use this in the leggings class. I use it. I tell you to use it in the EZT class. In our videos, when we show drafting, we use a Sharpie to actually draw because it shows up better on the video. But we tell you in your supply list to have like a big, you know, pencil. So uh, anyway, okay, so this is our leggings draft over here. Haha, <laughs> mirror image. Okay, pretend, pretend there's a back and a front. It's, it's going to end up, you're going to cut out two pieces and put them together. And it's made with your measurements. So you're going to have, you know, your, uh, oh, before I go any further, Cherie says, does the pencil fit into a normal sharpener? It's mechanical. Click, 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 click. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, this is our leggings draft measured for you. It's your thigh measurement. It's your waist to hem measurement. It's the waist where you want it. It's the waist right up here underneath your bust uh, for for me uh, being pregnant right now. I just wanted them to just, hey, come up over the belly. It is down low if you like to wear your leggings low. It's wherever you want it, okay? But check out this pattern piece. It gets real wide at that thigh line, okay? And then it narrows down to the ankle and it will narrow up to the waist as well. What I want to say is when we use, when we cut fabric, okay, and especially, I would say, especially with a rotary cutter, a tip I want to give you is always to cut from wide to narrow. There we go. Sorry, I'm doing this mirror image. I'm still not getting it. There we go. Always cut from wide to narrow when you are cutting. So when you cut out your leggings, okay, you'll cut from wide to narrow, wide to narrow, wide to narrow, wide to narrow, okay, or whichever um, position you want to be in. And if you're ever cutting out like a gourd skirt or something like that, where the, the pattern pieces are a bunch of triangles, you want to cut out from wide to narrow. Now, no one has commented and been like, why? So I'll just pretend like someone's asking the question. <clears throat> why would we cut out from wide to narrow? Well, when you have more fabric, okay, your fabric is more stable. It has more structure, just more of the fabric. It's going to be less shifty, whether you're on a knit or a woven, either way. So what we do is we want to uh, cut in, cut, you know, we want to start out in that stable space, okay, and cut from wide to narrow. <laughs> Kim says, she, she said, we knew you would say why. <laughs> so the reason I bring this up too, this general rule of cutting wide to narrow is we're including a 45 millimeter rotary blade in the sew here box as well. And ZD and I cut everything out with a rotary cutter just about. Like, I mean, it is very rare that we use fabric shears, okay? 
But especially with knits, I would encourage you to try to get comfortable with a rotary cutter because when you use a pair of scissors and you go up under that fabric, it can distort your fabric a little bit. Um, in fact, I've said it before, I could look kind of like an idiot when I <laughs> cut with scissors now, when I cut out uh, like garment patterns of scissors. I'm just, I'm kind of not, not very good at the whole scissor thing anymore. I'm very good with the rotary cutter. The rotary cutter, since it is round, goes around curves very nicely, okay? Lots of our garments are curves. Now, I was always familiar with the rotary cutter in garment sewing applications. And then as I got older and I worked with more customers in the shop, <clears throat> it was revealed to me that a lot of people's first exposure to the rotary cutter were was like as a quilter using a straight ruler and like cutting you know squares rectangles triangles etc etc and then I would you know so if somebody would come to one of my garment sewing classes and I'd say yeah bring a rotary cutter they're like oh yeah I love I love rotary cutters you know but then I'd be like okay well we're just gonna lay down our pattern we don't pin the pattern we put pattern weights on there okay we put our fabric down pattern pattern weights and then we use the rotary cutter so you're kind of freehanding with the rotary cutter because of course there's no ruler that's like exactly the curve of your garment so it can take a little getting used to and Cherie says I got into the habit of the rotary cutter last Christmas so much easier so much faster absolutely Sandy says she needs a bigger mat yes especially for garment sewing it's so nice to have uh of a, a, a large area, okay? And then Kim says, I use it all the time, even to cut out the paper pattern. So do we. Now, she says she uses an old blade. Okay, we cut so much stuff. We just use the same rotary cutter. And it's like, if you're cutting out tracing paper or, I mean, even printer paper or that Swedish tracing paper, it's not going to do a ton of damage to the rotary cutter, okay? It's not. It's not like... Oh my God, the next time you cut, it's not going to, you know, work at all. Now, if you're cutting um, a carpet, okay, or something like that, yeah, you know, you might want to just be aware that blade's going to dull faster. Hillary says, my students at school are always impressed with the rotary cutter. They love watching me use it. And there was a question. Shannon says it's 914. <laughs> uh, there was a question in the group about uh, sewing with a someone was sewing with their young child, like a five-year-old, and she had her using, you know, like a plastic needle with some pre-punched fabric, and then she was sort of like, want to have her do a real sewing project? Should I use a dull needle, and what kind of fabrics would work with that? And a lot of us were saying, you know, if she gets the concept, and you're close by, and you feel comfortable, you can probably give her like a normal needle, and, and she might poke herself a couple times, but she won't want to poke herself, you know, and uh, every child is different, of course, but rotary cutters are something that I would save for older children. They are very sharp. They can get going, and if somebody puts their hand in front of it, I mean, they can be a little bit dangerous for adults who aren't paying attention, so I, I'm kind of a, you know, I'm not like a parenting advice expert or anything, but I am sort of I'm, I've been so surprised as I've gone into my husband's elementary art classroom at how eager those very young children are to, to sew, to make things, to use, to use things, and to end up using them safely, you know? 
So, uh, anyway, uh, the, the rotary cutter is something I would, I would say for a 10, a 12 year old, depends on your kid, of course. Betsy says, my cats love to help me when I'm cutting out, always afraid I'll run over their tails. You guys don't even know the Easter eggs that are in this video about the surprises in the So Here box, and I can't say anything about them. I, I don't, Sam's probably not watching right now, but she will edit this podcast, and uh, she will see these, and we are just chuckling to ourselves. Ha ha ha. We done good. We've, we made something that you can all identify with. Okay, so you're going to get a chunky mechanical, chunky mechanical pencil, okay, uh, <laughs> uh, in your So Here Knits box. It's going to help you trace your patterns and then you're also going to get a 45 millimeter rotary blade and when you put it in your favorite rotary cutter you are going to cut from wide to narrow and I am going to go to pelvic floor therapy and yes Elaine there are boxes left sewhere.com slash box I will see you all later keep the conversation going there are some awesome people watching that I think can answer some questions for you too okay I will see y'all later if you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes.